Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Brian and Sherry 5.0, online 24-7 at briansherryshow.com. This is Brian and Sherry 5.0. Here are your hosts, Brian Shepard and Sherry Johnson. Here we go, Sherry. Uh, hey, everyone. Brian here, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Sherry. You're, you're waiting for Sherry Johnson. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show tonight. I hope everyone's had a great week because, man, Brian, it has been a real hot one here in the Northeast, mm-hmm. especially at this very moment. It seems like it's at least 84, I think. Um, it's been very warm, yes. <laughs> To say the least. That it has. Yeah, it's been in the 80s. But we've we've also had some, you know, storms roll through. And I know I had a couple last night. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. We we had some thunder. And uh, really heavy rain this time. I was really surprised to see it come down as hard as it did. I haven't seen rain like that in a while. Yeah. Um, we had it come up over the mountain, so we actually watched it come, through, like, over Mount Greylock. And it just, like, it was totally light out, and then all of a sudden it just looked like the end of the world was coming. And it just turned completely black and wind, and it was thundering and lightning. I think North Adams got hit more than we did. Oh, really? Like, to tend to kind of go around us in a circle. So, but then the rain came. It was terrible. So, Yeah. I do have to say, I noticed a lot of people are really getting out there with their cell phones and taking pictures and stuff like this. Um, the weather and the clouds. And let me tell you, Brian, there are some really gorgeous pictures that people have posted. If any of you have the Berkshire Photography or, um, site, if you go there, you'll see some amazing front frontal storm pictures. And uh, just beautiful, in fact. <laughs> Because we're having a gorgeous sunset at the same time, and it was pretty neat. I'm eating. I was going to ask, what are you eating? You know me, I'm always eating something. Right. But um, I don't have any jelly beans. So I've switched from, well, I do have jelly beans, but I have to dig them out, and I don't even know where they are. No, I don't. I ate them all, as a matter of fact. Well, I switched. I had to order. Well, I ordered some candy on Amazon. Oh, okay. Now, is this from a special location? Is no. this one of your? No. It's oh, okay. a, uh, I call it. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Uh, candy that you used to eat back in the day, I guess, or something that you just can't find anymore. I like Neko wafers. 
Oh my gosh, you like those? Yes, I love yeah. necklaces. So, oh my gosh, I, I try to like them. Like you keep, you look at the different colors and you're like, oh, they're gonna taste different, but they all end up taking tasting like the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, these ones are different. These ones are actually orange and uh, grape and mint, and then there's the chocolate ones and. I like the white ones, so although this pack, for some reason, I only got purple and green and orange, for crying out loud, but I love Necco wafers, so that's what I'm chewing up at the moment, so, um, yeah, but I just can't find them in the store anymore, so I decided to order them from Amazon, and of course, you get everything in bulk half the time, so, yeah, it was crazy, but it was really, really worth the uh, the price. Uh, yeah. We are, yeah. So we're currently live on Facebook. If you didn't already know that, you can do that by, or watch us by going to facebook.com forward slash Show. Hello to everyone on there. We have a lot of people watching. So we have my grandmother and my aunt, um, Billy Scrivens. Hello to Billy Scrivens. Franklin, hello. Brian, it is Billy Scrivens and Sherry Clip Day. Did you know that? Did you see that? We actually have a friendship day today from Facebook going on. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Wow. Uh, James, hello, James. Daniel Payton, hello, Daniel. Daniel has some good news. Uh, okay. that, yeah. Um, uh, I've had a wonderful week. Loads of good news for my new book. After last week's show, my book's pre orders pushed it. To the top 100 on Amazon. Woohoo! Awesome. Woohoo! That's really great news, you know? Yes. Jerry, hello, Jerry, my arch nemesis. That's my arch nemesis, right, Jerry? Yep. Okay. <laughs> hello, Jerry. Crystal Scribbins, hello. Ken, we got Mike, Mike Caswell, hello. Rhett Sever. Hi, Rat. Hey, guys. So nice to see everyone. Sexiest comedian out there right now. <laughs> I can say that. So. I don't know. Uh, and I don't know. I want to say that before our next guest tonight. I don't know. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, sorry. Could be Rat. Maybe we should have them do like a uh, <laughs> a montage for us, and we'll decide. There you go. Hello to Amanda. She says she can't stay long. Kids are out for the summer. Yeah, it is summer. So kids are out of school. So I know that uh, people are going to be busy, but no excuse, Amanda, that you should find time to watch the Brian and Cherry show. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> She's telling me that I can find Necco wafers at Dollar General. I didn't think to think of Dollar General. Um, I really don't go into Dollar General that much, but I should try that because we have them right in town. So I should go there and find them. Thank you so much, Amanda. Uh, yeah, so hello, everyone. So anyways, yeah. We have a shout-out tonight. We do. We have a lot of shout-outs. And it's really important to give them this time. Okay. Yeah, so why don't you start? I'll let you, the, you had mentioned it. I'm going to eat your Necco wafers and I'll, I'll take them. Okay. So <laughs> I'm still eating my Necco wafers. But, so 
I got my grandmother's birthday coming up. So my grandmother's birthday is, I believe, Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. My grandfather's birthday is tomorrow. So happy birthday to my grandfather and to my grandmother. Happy birthday. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I just want to say happy anniversary to Ron Hanna and Faye Demonchi. It is their anniversary today, too. Yes. Happy anniversary. So, yeah. So, and my grandmother's actually in the chat room. Oh, happy birthday. So, Barbara, that's my grandmother. So, happy, happy birthday, Barbara. Are you going to sing for her, Brian? No, I'm not going to sing to her. Uh, uh. I don't think she would appreciate that because I don't, I'm not a professional singer. <laughs> I'm sure she'd enjoy it. <laughs> Does Brian sing? That's no. what I know. I don't think I've ever heard you. No. I know my limits. Let's just put it that way. Oh, limits? I can't, uh, I can't sing. So, uh, yeah. So if anybody else has any shout outs, just let us know. And we'll shout out to you. So, yeah. So, yeah. Did I forget to mention that um, I had an encounter with Billy Scrivens? Again? At work. I don't think I mentioned it on the show the first time. What? And I wasn't there? No. Oh, darn. All right, no. Interesting. Please tell. So, Billy Scrivens came into my work. (laughs) Hey, Billy. Yeah. And we were, hello, Christopher. Hey, Christopher. And, yeah, I was able to take a selfie with me. Nice. Now, is this because you requested to get have people come in and do the selfie with you, or was this just out of the blue this time? Hello from the UK. We have someone watching from the UK. Yeah, that's T.A. Rudolph. Hi. Interview. That's right. We. That's right. You did. Hello. Awesome book out there. I love the United Kingdom. I want to go there. I think I'm going to go there. I'm not sure yet. But anyways, yes, I did it. You know, if people wanted to stop by and say hello to me because it was a very slow night. Oh. You know, hey, if you want a picture with me. Mm-hmm. Oh. No one showed up, Sherry, except Billy Scrivens. Yes, but you know, I, I've been hearing people have been going in and recognizing you at work. Yeah. And a few people. I'm beginning to wonder if they think it's weird that someone that they watch or have been watching for the past five years on Facebook and doing the radio show, that they actually have a regular, normal life outside of doing this. I don't sit around home all week and wait for Thursdays to come around. This is not my only job. So I do have another job outside of this. So I have to make money somehow uh, to, uh, you know, make sure that we still have a show and we're doing good things and stuff like that. So when they're coming in, they are recognizing me. So I had another um, person that recognized me in the store. So 
It was pretty uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. So that's twice now. We did have somebody else in, from North Adams recognize me uh, and actually passed a lo- along a hello to you as well. So that was nice. Yeah. I, I didn't get to tell you, a few days ago, I was actually spotted. Um, I was up at a Noda Lake with the grandkids. There's such around in the water. And I forgot to mention, this is crazy, right? There's a gentleman and his wife came out from Denver, Colorado, helping a family member here in town. And he spotted me at the lake. And I thought that was really amazing. He um, did ask to take a picture with me. And he, what he ended up doing was putting me on a Skype with his family back home in Denver, Colorado, to show that I was there with him. And I thought that was really cool. Well. <laughs> it was interesting. I've never, I haven't really had, you know, someone approach me the way he did. And I, uh, it's kind of I've never had that happen. So I'm now I'm jealous because I've had that happen. I've never been asked for, like, I don't think we're that huge or, you know, famous, but when you're in like the Berkshires, you know, sometimes yeah. if you, you know, you're, you put yourself out there and you've done it long enough, people, you know, oh, yeah, that's Brian from whatever, or that's Sherry from, but they know who you are. So but they know, it's not like, you know, I'm, you know, some sort of celebrity, you know, even though I'd like to believe so, but I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, it was just weird because they were actually from Denver, Colorado, and I believe I might be Facebook friends with them, kind of. But does does that creep you out? A little bit, yes. (laughs) I I guess because that's not the only time that I've been recognized. Right, right. So I've gotten it at work. Um, at uh, different uh, locations that I worked at, people would recognize me, which is okay. Hi, how are you? I love your show. You know, nice to meet you, whatever. But like my aunt here says, I was in the middle of a theme park, Animal Kingdom in, in Disney World that one year, that was two years ago, and a girl walks by and says, aren't you Brian from, from Pittsfield? And I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? So, yeah, even people out of nowhere, I don't even know who she was. I wish I did, but, um, you know, it's it's crazy. But it's got me thinking, now that we're being recognized just a little bit more, are you concerned that you might, you have to be careful of what you're doing because you don't want to be judged or whatever? Yeah, I totally felt like, like I was not ready. Like I wasn't prepared to meet anyone that day and, um, I was focused on the kids, so I wasn't really, I thought I was being kind of rude. Like, I didn't want to, I wanted to find out more information about him and his wife, but at the same time, I was chasing kids and make sure they were keeping their heads above the water. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you go home and you're like, oh my gosh, like, that was a little different, you know, it was a little bit weird. So. Yeah, because it got to the point where, I didn't want, um, I'd be careful because I didn't want people knowing either, like, I was a smoker. Right. I didn't want to be seen smoking, which happened to me once when I worked in Stockbridge um, at the gas station. I was out having my break, and 
sure enough, she came over and was like, you and Sherry are the best. I love you guys. And walked into the store, and I'm standing there with a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. Like, not what I need to be, you know? Yeah. But I don't think it'll get to the point where we can't pump our own gas. We can't go to Target, you know, alone. I don't people following me or an entourage, as they call it. So we have not yet hit that status. Oh, good. <laughs> Anyhow, our our guest we have on tonight um, might be hitting that status soon after we get to interview him and let him discuss all about himself and his work he's been doing as a comedian. Yeah. So I'm very excited to bring him on. So you, I, you want to bring? Okay, and at this time we're going to bring on Dakota Wheatley. He's a comedian from Tennessee. Dakota, join us, please. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're, well, we're doing good. We're just dealing with all the weather that you, it seems to be you keep getting. Yeah, it's been stormy here. Uh, actually, a little sunny today, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, here too. We we're hitting like I don't know 84 or so, but I'm sure it's probably warmer where you're at. I I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, let's just say uh, I go outside, I sweat. So. Oh, crazy. So, Brian, I got to interview uh, Dakota the other day. It was a whole lot of fun, huh? Mm-hmm. And we we just had to have you on the show now. So, <laughs> Brian, um, I'm going to let you well, ask some questions. What's that? This was my idea. Yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> Yeah, this was my idea because I listened to your show. So, as everybody already knows, uh, Dakota was on Sherry Clip. Uh, what was it last week? Was it last week? Last week. Yes, last week. Yeah. Okay. Last week. Yep. Um. So, and I was listening to that show. Unfortunately, I wasn't live because normally I call into your show and I and I listen that way because you never know because you have a tendency of interviewing people that I might find interesting and then I think that we should share them with <laughs> our listeners. Um, so I will normally call you, uh, like the day after and say, Hey, I really would like him or her. (laughs) So that's what happens. I'm like, Hey, we need to have him on. I think he's funny. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. uh, So I know you go ahead. I was going to say a uh, happy birthday to your grandma before we get started. Oh, happy birthday. Um, I do have a question, though, from somebody uh, right off the bat. Um, Daniel Payton would like to know what part of Tennessee you live in. I live in uh, Camden, which is about 30 miles from Paris. What's the name of it again? Uh, Camden. Okay, Camden. Awesome. Uh, Daniel used to live in, uh, he's an author who used to live in uh, Tennessee. He recently moved. Um, So that's probably why he was asking. 
Anyways, uh, all right. I know you've done the interview with with Sherry, but unfortunately, nobody here knows you. So we're gonna start all over again. So right. what I would like to know is why a comedian? What drawn you to become a comedian, or what would like to be a comedian? Well, um, comedy was always something I enjoyed growing up, and uh, like all my idols mostly was comics and stuff like that, and like if um, I grew up like the class clown, and I just like making people laugh and stuff like that, and I don't know, just something I've been really good at, and that's something I've always wanted to do. Did your teachers ever find you funny, or... No, you're not funny. You need to stop doing that right now. Uh, a little bit of both, depending on the teacher. I've had a few teachers that sat there and embraced it. And, um, you know, and they would be like, they would call on me on purpose. That way the class would get interacting and stuff like that. And then I had a few teachers that would just be like, oh, okay, Dakota's raising his hand again. Let's not call on him, call on the person behind him or something. Gotcha. So, I, I don't know, you know, because most of our schools had where you could, in music class, you know, it's either you learned an instrument or you were thrown on stage and were part of a play. Did you ever have to do that? Uh, no, I never had to do that. But uh, in my school, we had like a, like during the lunch in the homeroom, they would do like a news report type thing and they would have like the kids do that. And I ended up doing that my junior and senior year. So that kind of helped me out a lot, and that came from a few teachers wanting me to do that because they thought I'd be good at that and stuff. So you have no issues standing in front of a large group of people because you have the experience of, you know, from a, from school being in front of, you know, a, a performing in, in front of people. Yeah, that and going to, like, parties at friends' houses and just, you know, joking around with them and the crowds and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, wise, who who's your uh, who do you look to for inspiration as a uh, as a comedian? Inspiration, I would say uh Red Fox is my favorite comic of all time. You can learn a lot from his stand up oh. if you ever go back and watch it. Um, there's Gabe Kaplan, which he was the man that did uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. So you can learn a lot yep. from him and a lot of his stuff because he has a lot of great like one-liners. And that's what I like to base my jokes with is like I build the joke up and I hit you with that one-liner. And then, um, let's see, there's uh, Mitch Hemberg, which he passed away probably five to ten years ago. But he his stand-up's really great if anybody's just Need to hasn't checked him out. They need to. So, are you more uh, Red Fox, his uh, on stage performance, or do you also? Because uh, we all know he did, you know, uh, Sanford and Sons. So, do you do you find yourself watching that as well to see, you know? Yeah, uh, growing up I watched a lot. Yeah, growing up I watched a lot of like TV Land and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I watched a lot of your older shows. So I was Sanford and Son, Welcome Back, Cotter, uh, Mary Tyler Moore's show, uh, Taxi. I mean, there's so many great older shows you can learn a lot of comedy from. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I love all those shows. So you don't find yourself leaning towards anything this day and age? Is there anything that you watch or someone um, that you kind of, you know, watch? Uh, nowadays, I don't really watch a lot of stand-up that much. I would say Kevin Hart was probably my favorite nowadays. Okay. Um, now, like, TV show-wise, for a comic that had their own show or something, uh, I would say the past 20 years, I would say uh, the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond or from Mike and Molly, maybe, something like that. Okay. So what's your typical night when you go out and you're going to go and perform? What type of setting are you going to? A small small venue, or have you done anything, you know, bigger than that? So, um, I haven't done anything big yet. I've mainly done bars, like open mics at bars. Uh, I've done a few parties, right. stuff like that, but nothing just major. So a few bars. And you, you travel, right? Obviously, you're not in one place all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I will travel. I just, I'm getting back into stand-up now because uh, there for about three years, I kind of took a break from it a little bit, and I was still writing jokes and stuff like that, posting them online and stuff. I just kind of got out of stand-up a little bit, but not making it like my full-time thing. So, yeah, I'm willing to travel, and I'm getting back into it. Absolutely, absolutely. I remember the answer, but I'm going to ask anyways because people are just tuning in. Um, so are you the type of comedian where you tell jokes or are you the one that you're telling a story and the jokes just happen to be in the story? Um, I'm the type of comedian that it's mainly I tell jokes, but every now and then I might come like a story that has a few jokes in it and then has like a good punchline at the end or something. Mm-hmm. But I mainly stick to like – my jokes mainly are uh, one-liners or might tell – you know, like might build up a little bit of a story, then it'll hit you with that punchline. Mm-hmm. What do you think works better, the story or, the, or the, just the telling of the jokes? Uh, honestly, it would probably depend on the audience. Because uh, you'd have to judge your audience a little bit with it. Because not every joke's going to work, you know, every time, every place you're at and stuff like that. I keep popping those candy, Sherry. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping that his answer's long so I can shoot through it. Um, <laughs> okay, so... Who do you find coming to your um, shows to see you? Is it your generation? Is it older people? Is it like a mix of like different type of people? Have you noticed like who's really coming to see well, you? Well, say if I'm doing them out of bars, mainly just drunken people that's there because it's mainly open mics. Now, if I'm doing them like at a party or something, it's mainly my generation or maybe a little bit younger. Okay. And now I do get a lot of people of all ages and from around the world that uh, I have on my Facebook page and when I post my jokes 
I get tons of likes and everything from them. So I would say my audience is probably a little mixture of everybody. Okay. So when you say you post your jokes on social media, are you testing the waters to see, you know, if people don't like it or if they do like it? And if they do like it, you go with it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the whole purpose of that is uh, I post them and say I get a bunch of likes on one. I know, okay, I can use that in my set. And if I post it and, yeah. you know, I get a bunch of thumbs downs or something. It's like, right, I know I'm not to use this one or something. Okay. Um, if anyone on Facebook Live has any live, live, um, has any questions for Dakota, please just type them, and I will make sure to ask. Um, Daniel Payton says, has he done YouTube? Are we on YouTube? Uh, I do have a few videos on YouTube because I used to do a, a web show for a site called StuffDudesLike.com, which this is probably about six years ago. So there's probably a few videos from that on there. Okay. So all I would have to do is just you know, type in Dakota Wheatley? Uh, yeah, pro- most likely, or stuffdudeslike.com, and it'll probably pop up under that. Stuffdudeslike.com. Yes, sir. It sounds like a website I would enjoy almost. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, okay. I think what's really unique is that, you know, I've interviewed a lot of different comedians, and one thing about Dakota is he does write all of his own stuff, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what is some of your main jokes that you talk about? I know you have... Uh a few. Yeah, I have, I have a bunch of jokes. You can tell me what they are. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, see, I got a good Whoopi Goldberg joke if you guys want to hear it. A Whoopi Goldberg joke? Yeah. So uh, Whoopi oh. Goldberg is my favorite chick of all time. I love saying her name. It sounds like a Jewish sex act. It's like I put on my yarmulke, lit a couple candles, spun a dreidel, Best Whoopi Goldberg I ever got. My goodness. <laughs> Good one. He never hears that. <laughs> She's a comedian. She would understand. She would get it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Is there anything that you don't joke about? Uh, I try to stick away from like religion and stuff like that because I have a lot of respect for people and you know I wouldn't want somebody just like make you know like make fun of my God or anything like that. So I try to stick away from anything of that nature. So just religion but, is yeah. Besides that, I feel like everything else you should be able to laugh at in the world. So okay. So cultures and com- different types of communities and whatever else like is like fair game and there's like a joke and something that we can laugh about, you know, without, um, you know, insulting or anything like that, right? Yeah. I feel like if, uh, 
if you're a comic, you should be able to make fun of yourself first. And if, if you can make fun of yourself first, you should be able to make fun of everybody else. And if you're doing comedy, people should know that it's joking around and it's all jokes. To the world okay. nowadays, everything is way too serious and everything's like PC and everything. So it's like, you got to watch what you say. You got to watch how you say this and... Absolutely. Yes, I've noticed a lot of things have changed. Uh, let's see. Another question from Dan. Um, Dan says, with Red Fox as your inspiration, do you find his style of humor a bit dated? Stand-up humor has eras, like 60s stand-up was different than the 70s, and of course the 90s is different than today. Do you, do you agree with that? Uh, yes, I do, but with Red Fox... If you ever watch any of his old stand-up, you'll see a lot of, uh, like, rappers and stuff nowadays copy his stage presence because he used to come out with, like, the big chains on and the big gold cups and stuff like that. And you see that now, like, nowadays you see people on stage drooly everywhere, big chains, big rings, you know, showing off their wealth and stuff like that. And Red Fox is one of the first to do that on stage. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> Did you ever uh, watch any of the movies he was in? Uh, yeah, Harlem Nights is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, that is my absolutely, one of my favorite movies. I love that movie because I laugh every single time. So I'm, I'm glad it's still available and, and I can watch it. Actually, I just watched it, I think, three weeks ago. But anyways, yeah, I absolutely love that movie. Uh Oh, Jody, Jody Potter. Do you know Jody Potter? Uh, yeah, it's my girlfriend's sister. Okay, girlfriend's sister Jody is in the chat room, and she says that she has made it. Laugh out loud. Hello, Jody. So she's watching. Oh, boy. <laughs> Any questions, I'm not just Dakota have any plans for his future. Um or yeah. anything coming up? Um, plans for the future. Honestly, I've been thinking about trying to write a joke book. I feel like that would be a good way of getting all my jokes out there. And something I've been thinking about for a while now. And I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it. So. Now, are you also looking to get back up on stage and do stand-up some more? Uh, yeah, I am. So if anybody wants to book me, you know, I'm open right now. So. Now, do, do you have an uh, email that they can reach you at or just Facebook? Uh, for right now, Facebook or Twitter. And on Twitter, it's at uh, Comedy Dakota. And my Facebook page is just Dakota Wheatley. Um, yeah, you just type in Dakota Wheatley and I'll pop up, so I'm there. Awesome. So, Dakota, do you have any other jokes that you'd like to share with us? Um, sure. Let's see, uh, I put on some skinny jeans the other day, which wasn't a good idea for a fat, doughy white boy. I looked like a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What did you think of that one, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, 
Well, as he was saying that, I was reading his Twitter. So I'm laughing in my head while listening to what he's saying. So I just followed him on Twitter. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, uh, I wanted to be. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, so I wanted to be cool. So I used to spend my nights drag racing. I won every race I was in. Do you know how hard it is to run in hills in a dress? Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, questions are coming in. Oh, my goodness. Uh, All the way from the United Kingdom, um, P.A. Ruddick wants to know, does your humor slash comedy depend entirely on the material itself? Or is it part of visual or depend on how you, hold on, uh, present yourself on stage? What I mean is some comedy performances depend entirely on the wording of the jokes, while others are more visual performances and funny because of the way the jokes are told, facial expressions and that sort of thing. See, mine would be a little bit of both because I'm a heavy set dude. So a lot of my jokes are like talking about me being fat and stuff. So mine would be a little bit of my jokes and my material and a little bit of my visual. Do you ever point? I've noticed some comedians. Um, I've noticed, I don't know if you watch him, but Russell Peters. Um, uh, yeah. I've been, for some reason, yeah, I've been finding his videos all over Facebook. So he's actually quite funny. I've noticed that he actually will talk to the audience, like point somebody out and talk with them and have them be part of some sort of either joke or um, to get information out of them and use it as part of the show, so to speak. Do you ever do that or you just do your show and, you know, you don't bother with the audience? Uh, I pretty much try to stick with my set, but, you know, it's always good to interact with the audience. So every now and then, you know, if you're getting heckled or something, you can interact with them that way and build it off from there a little bit. But mainly I just stick to my set when I'm up there. Okay. Would you ever consider doing something like that, bringing somebody, like, in on the joke with you and using it as part of your show? Or no? Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I'm always down to uh, try new things, you know, stuff like that. So it wouldn't hurt to try it. Yeah. Well, there you go. So where do you see yourself going with this? Or do you want to be on, like, say, you want to work to get towards, you know, Saturday Night Live? Do you want to go on tour? Do you, you know, do you want this? to be the celebrity comedian or do you just want to keep it local and, you know, see where it goes and not go too far? If you know what I mean? Well, well, uh, when I was younger, Saturday Night Live was one of my main goals I wanted to do. But then, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays it's like, you know, whatever is Saturday Night Live. But uh, my main goal would be traveling, doing comedy. That way I can sit there and make the world laugh, you know, travel around, telling jokes and just making people laugh. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
any uh, Sherry, I'm assuming you can't see me anymore, right? No, I can't. Of course not. <laughs> our show is, I can see you perfectly fine, but okay. our show is constantly plagued with technical difficulties. That's the premise of our show. Um, did you, I'm just waiting to see if anyone else has any questions. Uh, I have a question for him, too. Okay. Um, is there anything, Dakota, I must ask this question when I interviewed you. Um, is there anything or any topics you try to avoid when you're writing your comedy? Uh, try to avoid mainly just religion stuff. Like I said, everything else I feel like should be on, uh, should be on limits. So, you know, in comedy, a lot of people feel like nothing should be off limits. But personally, me, like I said, I just try to stick away from religion and anything of that nature. Okay. There you go. Is there? Do you have any more jokes you'd like to share with us? Um, sure. Let's see. Um, I'm not into being fit. I don't work out. I eat out. <laughs> uh, as a fat dude, I live my life spicy. That's why I only take advice from the front of Taco Bell sauce packets. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I always see myself reading those little packets. It's funny. Right, right. <laughs> it's just really true about me, you know? Mm. <laughs> I need to stop eating when I do it. So. Those are cheesy fries. I can't get over them. <laughs> so I appreciate the fact that this. Uh, you know, you are um, ble- being clean with your jokes, only because what I hear now is totally different from what I heard on Sherry Clip. So I, I want to thank you for being a little clean. But um, I don't know if I can now because I see more little children in the background there, Sherry. Yeah, I was going to ask one joke. All right. A dirty joke. A weed joke. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find oh, a good one. <laughs> We've been good. All right. We can be bad one, right, Sharon? Yeah. Sure. Come on. My chick isn't a stoner. She's not into that culture. She thinks Cheech and Chong is some kind of hybrid Mexican-Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I love that one. That's fine. Anybody else have yeah, any questions I'll... for... Go ahead. I'm listening. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I've gained some weight. I have a pot belly, which is my fault. I eat a lot of edibles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Anything else here? Oh, 
Thomas, right? You can't see me. Oh, Lord. I can't see you, yeah. Dakota, do you have any more, or would you like to save the rest for another time? <laughs> um, I got a few more if you guys want me to go ahead and say them. Go ahead. Go for it. We're All right. Uh, <laughs> I like to, I like to get stoned and take a lot of pictures of myself, and I look damn good in them too. I have high self-esteem. Wow. See, I had a dream the other night that I was a stoned astronaut. I was Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> it's a good one since Toy Story is out. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Billy Scriven says, wow. Uh-oh. Sometimes, folks, we have to be bad. So we can't always be good, unfortunately. So, yeah. This show needs to come with a warning, Sherry. Yeah, yeah, it should. Well, it does, right? We have a rated R on it somewhere, right? Uh, I do. Their show does have a disclaimer. I don't know if you do know that, but it does. Huh. So, yeah. And you have to be 18 or older to be on Facebook, so. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know those kids are all out there changing their, the age, the yeah. date you were born. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, again, you can find uh, Dakota Wheatley on Facebook, Dakota Wheatley, or you can follow him on Twitter like I did. I just hope I get a follow back. That's all. Uh, at Comedy Dakota. Make sure you follow him. So. Dakota, thank you so much for joining us. And you know, really appreciate you coming back on again. I, this is like his second podcast, right? Uh, yes, so, ma'am. And thank you guys for having me on. You're welcome. He's only done two podcasts. He's only, this is our his second. Yeah. So yeah, this is my you second know, I one. congratulate him. That's right. Oh, good luck with the venture of the book. You know, we we wish you the best and keep us updated always. Okay. I will. I will. And thank you guys for having me on again. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Dakota. You guys, Dakota Wheatley, get in touch with him on Facebook. Easy enough. All right, great. Have a good night, Dakota. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. So, Brian, there you go. We finally had him on. His second podcast. Yeah. I felt like he's done it before. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Jody, uh, I'm sorry. I know you went and uh, Jody says she she left to go make a sandwich. What happened? Well, what happened was is you missed the good part of the show. He told his jokes. 
uh, well, that wasn't the best part. The best part was being able to talk to them. That was the best part. Um, but now you've come back to no one. It's just Sherry and I. So, yeah. Jerry, I don't know what you're uh, spreading around in my chat room there. Support the new nonprofit in Huntsville. I don't know what that's all about. I, I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, oh, well, I thought I could. <laughs> yeah. I clicked on it. Jerry, your, your uh, thing there isn't working. At least I can't pull it up. I don't know if anyone else can. I think it, your link has an issue, Jerry. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Try again, Jerry. I don't know why. It's, yeah. Jerry is soliciting on my show. <laughs> it's okay. It's for a good cause. All so, right. Yeah. I hope so. My friend Kimberly and her wife have partnered with my friend Justine Pollard to start a nonprofit organization, uh, comedy theater. Oh, all right. Well, I guess that's important enough. They're, they're really getting it out there, which is great. Um, but they need help. They need to uh, spread the word on that. Really so, awesome. so let me get this straight. Is Jerry the one that you had the show with, with the other comedian? I believe they were sitting in the car together. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was a fun show. Oh, my God. We laughed so much. I do remember that show. I I did. I was was I on that show, or like I called in, right? You were yeah. listening. Yes. I did yeah. call in and listen, of course, because I have to listen to Jerry. Yep. <laughs> I have. Yeah, that is you. I have my favorite people. I will admit it. Um, so yeah, but Jerry, I finally got asked that question. If I ever thought of going into comedy. Yeah. If I ever thought of comedy, what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. I, I think you have a great sense of humor, Brian, and I really love your facial sometimes. Um, I really think you probably could do it. You probably could do it. I probably could, but uh, my thing was, and I think somebody asked me because uh, they, they asked me if I ever thought about going into comedy because, of course, they saw this show. And I think the reason why people watch on Facebook Live more than listen to uh, Blog Talk here um, is because of my facial expressions, like you said. They love my facial expressions. They know how the show is going based on my facial expressions. <laughs> Um, I think that I would be a terrible uh, comedian, by the way, because I think um, Dakota is – I think that I would not do his style. See, I wouldn't give a shit, uh, like, what type of person or anything like that. I would drag people in from the audience and make them participate in my show. And I think I would be the total opposite. Um, I think everything, well, except I, I agree with him where 
I don't think that I would talk about I would keep politics out of it. I think that you can be uh, a funny comedian and not um, talk about religion and politics. I think politics is another thing. Yes, right about now, politics seems to be the number one go-to for, you know, those seasoned comedians because let's just face it, the White House and everyone involved is a joke right about now. Um, but, you know, it's just like our show. We don't talk about religion um, unless it's part of, like, um, uh, Daniel Payne and his book. He did a Christian science fiction book. We've never talked about that before on the show. That's different. Uh, but we don't talk about religion. We, we don't talk about politics because if you want any of that, you can go and watch the news on your TV. So we like to be fun and entertainment and uh, all that good stuff. But me, I that no one would be off limits with me. And I think that I would be a bitch. I hate to say it. I'm sorry for swearing. But I think that, you know, because everyone has their style of um, comedy and what works. And I, I think that with, um, like, uh, somebody was asking uh, PA there um, from uh, UK there, visuals. And using yourself as a prop and facial expressions or, you know, talking like Dakota, he talks about himself, he jokes about himself. So, you know, it gets people laughing, but I think I would just be terrible with people. I don't know. I've seen people watching once or twice. Um, It's kind of funny. I think you could do it. Yeah. I think that my style of um, comedy would be Joan Rivers. Uh-huh. She had no filter. She said whatever she wanted to say. Um, so I, I think that I would just be ruthless and <laughs> because I just don't care. Uh, so, yeah. And like P.A. Uh, Radakira is saying, um, I think the best comedy is an all-around performance, um, i.e. the story jokes you tell, I, which is true. I think that I would be a storyteller. I, would, I like telling stories. And I like being funny about them and making things up. I like using my imagination. So, <laughs> uh, you know, like it's very hard to ask comedians to come on and do a podcast. You I, it's so hard for them because they sometimes they do use a lot of facial expressions or body motions or, like Dakota said, we can't actually see him. But right. if he was to say that joke. You know, putting on those pants, he looked like, you know, a can of dough, you know, whatever, however he said it. Um, yeah. You know, you would, if you were to see him and maybe ask, have him acting it out, it might be way more important, you know, and funny than to see him, I mean, just listen to him here on a podcast. Right. Um, you know, because, which is true, and that, and everyone has two sides. Every, we all have two sides. You know, right now I'm, I'm myself. <laughs> you know, I'm I don't care. You know, but then you have your public where you know I go to work and I'm very nice to people. I'm not rude. I'm, but then again I catch myself looking at people like, you know, judging them a, a little judgy, but I know that I can take that little bit of information that I just learned about something, either not wearing the right thing, they should not be wearing that, or their hair or something about them or whatever. Not 
I would say insulting them, but, you know, being funny about it and creating a story about it. I do see myself doing that, but I will not get on stage. I will not do that. So I don't have stage fright only because I'm, well, okay. Well, maybe I do have stage fright. No, I don't have stage fright. I, maybe I do. I do. I'm I'm used to talking to people this way. See, I don't I know that there's people watching me right now on on Facebook Live. The thing is, is I can't see you, so I'm comfortable recording myself. I know I'm there and and I can see myself. You can see me. Yeah, I can see you. But um, I think that I'm too used to talking on a podcast where. Yeah, people are listening, they're watching me, but I don't see them. Right. There's a big difference that when you step out onto a stage or in front of, you know, at the bar like Dakota and one, I don't think I would be able to do that. So kudos to comedians who actually get out there and do that because it's just, you know, sound. Uh, Daniel Payne, Lucy Ball was doing a weekly radio program that inspired. Uh, I love Lucy. A uh, produce watched her as she acted out her part on uh, the mic and said she's funny on radio, but in front of the camera she'll be hilarious. It's true, yeah. That I mean that is true. Um, I know Jerry's been. Jerry says that storytelling is more of his style as well. So I think you just have to pick and choose. You know which one you're going to get the most laughs. See what works and see what doesn't work. Um, so, I mean, I had to tell the person that I think that I would be a terrible. I don't think anyone would really care for me. So, you know. Try it just once, Brian. Oh no, that's okay. You try I, it just once, right? I do do it. I do it every Thursday at eight o'clock <laughs> or nine o'clock. I, so, yeah, I'm good. I'm on camera once a week. Everyone can see me. I'm not telling jokes, but. Uh, when we have some bad guests on our show, and it's happened, I'm not going to say who, but uh, people know by my facial expressions. And I have to be careful because most of the time they're actually watching on Facebook Live. And can see. But you know what, Brian, too? You know, sometimes you guys, behind the scenes, you don't know why Brian's making these faces. Sometimes things happen with glitches on the screen or something happens with me. No. Here, Brian's looking at me. Yeah. And we, we just start laughing, or something crazy will happen, and you know, it's just funny. Like I, I sometimes have kids around me as I'm doing the show, and something happens, of course, you know, with kids. As I have one pressing the little happy smiley face there. <laughs> well, thank you, Jody. Um, Jody said that she would care, Brian. We can tell, or I can at least tell you're funny, or would be funny. Me? All right. Well, me, I don't know. I think this is enough for me right now because I, I cannot see myself as a stand-up comedian as much as I would love to. You have to re- work really, 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 really hard to make a living doing uh, stand-up, and you know, it's for some people. It's not for everyone. It really isn't. You really have to work hard at it. Podcasting is the same way. You really have to be passionate and and work at it to even make a living. And we ain't there yet because I am not making a dime off this. So, 
something's got to give. But uh, yeah, and Jerry, Jerry said something here. What else did uh, Joan Rivers? Can we talk? Yeah, we can talk there. What else Jerry said? Jerry, are you saying I'm adorable? And Daniel is saying that maybe we could have some of the Brian and Sherry show as a radio skit comedy hour. That's pretty much what it is. We just have strangers on that we get to meet and talk with. Yeah. Um, Shut up, lady. I don't really know um, if I would do a, a skit comedy. So, hmm. interesting though, huh? The thing, well, the, here's the thing. I don't like. I would love to be on television. I really would, but I don't want to restrict myself to learning lines. I think I'm better off not learning. That's why this show is not scripted. We don't follow anything. So, um, I like it that way. Freedom of speech. I can act out and do whatever I wanted. Um, so, yeah. Maybe some improv or something like that, but uh, so yeah. So it was—I think it was a coworker that asked me that question, and it got me thinking. Like, really? Because she says you are hilarious. I think that's why I love working with you because you're so funny. Because things just come to me, and I just say them out loud, and I don't even think about what's going to happen after I say them. Did the customer actually hear me? Did the customer see me roll my eyes? Apparently, that I do all the time. Because I don't feel like dealing with your shit. <laughs> That's the way it goes. So, hello to Katie. Hello, Katie. I forgot to... Uh, uh, there's a stool on stage. You can sit down. You can be a sit-down comedian. Oh, he thinks he's funny. That's funny. All right, everyone. Well, let's give a shout out to Katie real quick while we got a second. I just want to say thank you to Katie. She made our magnificent banners for the people. Oh my gosh, she does a wonderful job. Absolutely. We have ditched the old photos because apparently Sherry didn't like the old photos. We needed new photos. Um, somehow the older, these photos make us look younger than the other photos, which made us look old. If that even makes any sense. They're older. Yeah. We need something fresh. Something exciting and summery. Yeah. Absolutely. And, of course, if you haven't noticed, there's a filter. Sherry likes using filters. So I look like I have a pound of makeup on my face. And if you touch me, I'm going to crack. Which, obviously, you can tell I don't wear it. So, yeah. So, anyways. Huh? It's just for the banner. <laughs> I know. That's all right. Well, everyone, uh, I just want to thank Dakota for coming on to the show, his second podcast, and talking with us. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Uh, now you're going to have to wait until next Thursday because we are not back on until next Thursday. Yes, next Thursday is July 4th, uh, but there's still going to be a show, uh, whether people are busy or not. So don't forget, you can watch us from anywhere. We're on Facebook. So uh, if you want to bring us to the fireworks show in your town, you can do that too. So, yeah, watch the fireworks as you're watching the Brian and Sherry show or listening to it. 
So, yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks, Jody and my grandmother and my aunt and my sister, Daniel Payton, all the Scribbins that were on today. There's so many now. I can't just say Billy Scribbins, uh, Katie, uh, everyone for watching the show, everyone else. So have a fantastic Friday and weekend, and we'll see you all next Thursday, July 4th. Wow, July's here. Any last words, Sherry? Thank you all for watching tonight. Thank you, Dakota Weasley, for joining us with our special guest. Had a whole lot of fun. And thanks for seeing you all tonight. And y'all have, I hope you all had a good time. And hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Have a great night. Don't forget to like and share our video. And don't forget, if you want more information about Dakota, just go to Facebook, Dakota Wheatley, and uh, follow him on there. Or you can go to Twitter, Comedy Dakota. Uh, we're also on Facebook, by the way, and Twitter and Instagram. We need those follows, so follow us or else. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.